0: Hello and welcome to the Edge of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. Now, what if I told you that Lionel Messi was the best midfielder in the world? Well, you probably ask me what I've been smoking. But hear me out. There isn't an attacking or creative attribute that any other midfielder in the world can match Messi at. And have you ever looked at one of his heat maps? You look me in the eye and tell me he isn't a midfielder. Well, it didn't go down too well with my colleagues, so I'll let you guys be the judge. I'm your host, Harry Brent.
1: So, just on the off the back end of the internationals, um, I worked out that there are fifteen captains, um, international captains, in Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, and City's team. Can you name all fifteen of them? Blimey! Okay, right.
0: let's start with I'll Tottenham.
2: S- I'll start with t- right. So we got Kane and Bale and Loris, yeah, Hugo Race. Barry oh, Davis. No, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh.
0: Um
2: yeah. uh, Serge Aurier
0: Yeah. Um, we, we have Serge Aurier is captain, is he? Yeah, yeah. I, we...
1: yeah. I was shocked when I researched that. Yeah. Son. Uh, uh, Son, yeah. That's yeah. all of them. Yeah. Ooh. That's Tottenham. So Tottenham have actually got the most international captains in their team. And we had oh, Christian
2: oh. Eriksen as well. So, so yeah, um... that's
0: Tottenham done. Are oh, we done, Tottenham? Okay, yeah, five. We'll move on to City. Mm-hmm. Um, Sterling. Sorry. <laughs> Sterling old, is... How can you say that when you're wearing an England top? <laughs> Dude, I
1: thought Harry no, but was Sterling.
3: Captain. <laughs> Sterling. Sterling has been the captain for oh, England right. for 50 oh, matches. Right.
0: Well, is is the, the, is the appointed the captain.
3: D-boy. Oh right, right. Sorry. Yeah, no. I thought right. That's <laughs> what 50. I was like, um, we got De Bruyne. <laughs>
0: Um, well, Hazard's the captain, I think. He's not Belgian,
3: oh, he's captain. is he? Oh, no. okay, interesting.
0: Um, ooh, it was okay. Belgian captain then. Hazard,
1: Hazard, is uh, it all uh, no. How
0: many, um, how many are we looking for in city? Just one, okay. Um, Fernandinho.
1: no, Tiago Silva's Brazil
0: captain, yeah, um, yeah,
2: there's one,
1: uh, <laughs> Silva. we'll come
0: yeah. to him in a minute. <laughs> uh, um, Come on, this should be. This feels gettable. This feels like it's easy. Nope. Yep. <sighs> Who've you got in the? Who've you got in your in your, in your midfield? Mares. Oh, that. Um, oh, well done. Yeah, well, well well on the on, yeah.
1: nice one. Yep, Mares. Right. That City's only international captain.
0: So Chelsea's Thiago Silva. And one more. And, of course, the old the geezer. <laughs> What's his name? Um, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um, oh, Kovacic. No, I've seen Modric get a birthday cake for. Oh yeah, he's he was crying. was really sad. Um, <laughs> um, oh, this
2: is this is this is stressing me out.
0: Right. Let's take our time. I, oh, God, I mean, I'm just going through people who who. I don't think this is the guy, but I can't think of anything else. Anyone else right now, Jorginho? No, it's not Italy captain. Um, man, this is bad. I'm trying I don't to think know. of your players, Harry. Um, they're yeah, all young. That's the problem. Yeah. Um. Wait. Um. Is he it? No, it's not. Ooh, good shot. I
1: thought that was a great shot.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, Captain America. <laughs> <Poor sick. laughs> <Poor sick.
1: laughs> it's actually pronounced poor sick." Yeah,
2: dude. We
0: soccer.
1: Hero,
0: yeah, Arsenal. Uh, um, Leno.
2: Nope. No. Who's Germany? Leno's not
0: German. Money. Uh, Neuer. Neuer or Kimmich or hmm. well, obviously, right? He's not well, well, like... Um, how many yeah, I must... have Arsenal
1: got? So Arsenal have four. A Balli. Yeah. Uh, Granite Jacker. Oh yeah. Bamang's one, Shaka is another. So you've got two more. One was recently appointed captain. Very recently, within like the past week or two. Um,
0: Thomas Partey. No, that's a good shout. My brain, my brain's not, not, not on today. <laughs> Did well Mar-
2: Martinez? <laughs> no, unfortunately. I'm just going to name Arsenal players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: process of elimination so, so one so- of them so- so- Odegaard yeah, Odegaard, wow. yeah recently 21 was or oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah, when,
3: he, when he said recently, I'm thinking I'm sure I've seen something yeah yeah first, Socrates
0: more. is gone isn't he
1: yeah
0: I don't think he was Greece so he's a midfielder, midfielder. Right.
1: he's a bit part player <laughs> He's African.
2: Ooh. come
1: on, I can get this. We can get this guy. Oh, um,
2: oh, was it? He knows. He um, knows. Oh, I do know <laughs> oh.
0: I'm. Yeah, I'm no help to you guys today. I'm sorry. I, I, it's I, Egyptian. My, my brain is frazzled. Oh, El Neni Yeah, El Neni. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, it's actually El Neni I
1: think Salamite. I
0: didn't. I, I You told me he left four years ago. <laughs>
1: You should have left four well, he's out on loan, but you should have oh. left. Um, and then the last team is just Liverpool with three.
0: What about United?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't have any. Uh, Liverpool have yeah, got Virgil. You've got Andy
1: Robertson. Yeah.
2: Um, Virgil.
0: Sadio Mane. Sadio
2: Sadio Virgil. And they've got uh, two.
0: Virgil. You so say Vir- Virgil. and yeah. Robertson. and yeah, of course. And, oh, I was going to say Salah, but it can't be because of old oh. El Nenners.
1: Oh, El Nenni. Um, Madell
0: sideways. Uh, Go on then. Let's oh, do United oh, as well. Hang on.
1: I don't have any. No, what right, single? We haven't, more, got,
0: we? we haven't got Liverpool yet. And you know,
1: you still got one more. We not. Oh, one more We've yeah, got more. Two out of three.
0: Um. Well, it's not. It's not Fabinho. It's not Hendo. It's not Navigator. Firmino. It's
1: Navigator.
0: <laughs> I have a question for the Man City supporter.
3: Go on. You've
0: you've got 150 million. Yes, that you have to spend. You
3: have to. It's financial to fair play, not a thing anymore.
0: Well, apparently not. It's not going to be, be go a thing anymore. Insured, no. Um, so you, you can either spend, you can either spend that money on Harry Kane, and let's just say he 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 goes for that money, uh, or Erling Haaland. Uh, the only caveat with earning Haaland is that let's just say when he's 28 same age as Kane is now he goes off to Real Madrid or something so you don't get him f- for his whole career because obviously the, the, what, the benefit 20, of Haaland 20, 20
3: or 22 now He's
0: 20. So the benefit of Haaland is obviously he's younger but I'm trying to slightly balance that
3: So have Haaland for 7 years or have Kane for 7 years now
2: Hmm. I'd rather go with Haaland. You're a fool. <laughs> and a waste of time. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm, I'm sorry, but if you, if everyone's talking about Harry Kane now it, and this is his peak, you know, how long can he keep this up for? And if he's getting older
1: I think he's gonna get better. Like a fine wine. Do you think his position will change like Rooney's like he might drop? Yeah, him.
3: yeah, definitely. I just I just I'd rather take the gamble on
0: if he's, if he's, if he's, sorry, sorry. Go
1: on. I'd rather take the gamble on Harland,
3: um and developing, like just developing further. 150 <laughs> million is
2: quite a bloody gamble, though. You can just have a 150 ball. million pound proven Premier League striker, well yeah, class. But, whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, let's let's be <laughs> reasonable.
3: You know, you buy Harry Kane. He plays a certain way. He plays Harry Kane's way, basically. He's quite. Free flowing, goes wherever he wants to go. If he comes towards City, would Pep allow him to get that far deep? Don't think so. I, th- I, th-
2: I think he's he's that professional. I think he can do anything anyone asks him to. I mm. think him working with Pep would be absolutely fantastic because mm. Pep could tell him exactly what he wants him to do. Campbell will understand it and carry it out to the letter.
3: Mm. Yeah, yes. And he no. hasn't got
2: that roguishness about him that Haaland does.
3: Mm, true, but like I think just... he's more he's more
2: structured than any player I know.
3: I just I just think if. If you got Kane now, is is this season at Tottenham gonna be his best season?
0: Also, do, do you feel like Haaland with uh, I think it's fair to say less technical ability, certainly on the ball, not necessarily mm. in front of goal, than Kane? Would would that not pose something of a threat to the way that Man City play? You know, very, you know, short passing often not because because uh, you know with with especially with Dortmund and obviously with um Salzburg before he he had a lot of he's had a lot, a lot of his goals come when he's running at defences not mm-hmm. not 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 loads but like you know quite a lot would he get that as such at city or would he you know
3: definitely definitely I think so because thing. when no I think I think a lot of the time when watching city you can you can see the way the way that they play it's almost like it's not that it's drilled out of them it's it's a case of Rather than going forward and and getting the goal, Mm -hmm. they'll pass it that extra bit until it's like almost guaranteed or until like a better opportunity comes. So maybe having that outlet where you can have that person that can go forward, it'll just be an added um,
1: string to the bow. Mm. I think it'll suit Liverpool better. Ireland. City, yeah, I think Liverpool like crying out for that sort of striker They can do it all. He's got
0: pace. Mm. Do they have the think, money to get him?
1: Yeah, he'd, well, you you definitely match the intensity and the pace of, of Liverpool.
0: Mm. I think he'd he'd they'd
1: have to sell someone to get him. Salah. Well, well,
0: well, Salah wants to go, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. He's talking him wanting to leave. So, I think City no. City's a weird one because I think has, I think fun. <laughs> I think City love playing sort of patient possession based yeah. football while Haaland's used to that intensity, sort of being aggressive, aggressive forward attacking play, sort of being on the last shoulder of the defender. I think he'll find, I think he'll have to be trained, sort of, or tutored in order to be able to be patient and pick his moments when he moves, because he's just used to going all the time. Mm.
0: Do you think Kane would be better suited to to City then?
1: Yeah, I think Kane's technical ability, I think how intelligent he is, I think you're right, Ash, I think, there's no system almost that he can't adapt to with how intelligent and technical he is as a player, and I think Pep will take his game to the next level, and I think he would just be the cherry on top of, of a City team that's sort it of. Might, back it might there.
0: be a real a real option because obviously he mm-hmm. he'd want yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. to stay, do all the re- complete all the records, beat Shearer's record and yeah. all that stuff, and it wouldn't be a huge betrayal of Tottenham. Like it wouldn't be quite like if he went. <laughs> He went to Arsenal, obviously. <laughs> he, 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 be, Watch out, like, Chelsea, that wouldn't be popular. Even like Man United, you'd still feel that would be a bit worse than going to. But like Man City, just feels like the most Better acceptable what place to go. Yeah. And I mean, I'd love to see him in it. I'd love. To, it's been so long since we've had like a proper English star <laughs> as the main, you know, ever since Beckham really, um, as the yeah the poster boy for a big big foreign team. I'd love to see him at like Barcelona or something, but. Um, but and then, yeah, that gamble
1: going to Madrid and Barca, which they look like they're in complete disarray.
0: That's but the only trouble, yeah. isn't it? Now, like, it's not a good time to go there. Like, so, like, but I, you know, because I, I sort of think, I just presume at the moment, well, that neither of those clubs can afford 150 million. But I guess maybe mm. if if Harland's available, they'll just find a way.
2: Imagine Haaland at PSG. It's interesting with, ne- with Neymar and Mbappe. Oh, what yes. a dream. Over. With Pochettino
0: for being, managing. Oh, them. to
1: be fair it was, oh. Yeah. it's interesting. No one's mentioned Bayern, but I think he's a bit too early since Lewandowski is still king.
0: And yeah, I think I think yeah. ruled it out. He said we've well, got the best player in the world. I think is what he said. which is not. They have the best goal scorer in the world. They don't have the best player in the world. <laughs> the in the world. But, Ash, on honesty time. If, if, if you and I know it, this is not this is probably an impossible task, but try if you can to take. Um,
2: impartial.
0: Yeah, take an impartial view. If you were Kane, okay. what, what, what do you do? This like in the next? I'm going to give you 12 months to sort your career out. What, what are you doing? Right, so
2: yeah, if,
0: so if I was Kane, it's.
2: I think, right, so you got a partnership there with some
0: You've got a love for the club. <laughs> Someone call yeah, it a once-in-a-lifetime partnership. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, go on, carry on, Ash. Right,
2: so you've got your family there in London. You're not going to move to another London club, right, obviously. So you'd probably be looking at joining either a club abroad or you'd be moving up to Manchester. Yeah, it's a, it's a change of scenery either way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, either way, yeah. so if you move abroad, uh, you're the England captain and you're not in England's limelight anymore. Does that matter if you're as good I, as I Kane? think so. Be- Beckham did it. Different times, on not it? <laughs> plus,
0: Ken's a completely different person. So if I was Ken, I'd stare. You, okay, there's a there's a grimace. There's a grimace after that. But like, because he's obviously... A, I'm not saying that that's definitely not what's going to happen because it, cause it may, may well happen. But He's a very ambitious... He seems to be a very ambitious guy. I don't think he's set on like, a, because if he, if he was desperate to win trophies, he would have left five, three, four years ago. But do you think that, you know, there's a way that people kind of, I know Alan Shearer has won the Premier League, but there's a kind of thing that people look back on Alan Shearer's career and go, yeah, got a lot of goals. But was he quite at that top level of, you know, making the difference on the European stage, on the world stage, that he could get to if he, perhaps goes up a level. Not necessarily in terms of team, because I know Tottenham can be a good team, but they're probably just, while he's there, are not going to make that jump yet to the absolute top. So do you think that he would stay? I think he's going to stay. I mean, yeah, Levy doesn't don't sell. Unless is he, that
1: because people don't have the money to, to buy him? or is that? I think it's, it's going
2: to be a mixture. It, it all depends because people probably don't have the money to buy him and there are probably cheaper options. You could probably get Lukaku for a bit cheaper than you would Kane. I think that's a good option. <clears throat> um, obviously, Haaland's there. Uh, I know Haaland's on a lot of people's radar. I probably would go for a similar price or even more, but he's, he's still an option that, that people want to explore. Plus, you'd be dealing with Daniel Levy. I don't really see him being too happy about selling him to a Premier League competitor mm. but in the slightest. I think that would be a big, a big part of it. But, yeah, I, th- I think he's staying. And I think that COVID has kind of forced that. If he does want to move, I think COVID would force him to stay because no one can afford him.
0: Mm.
2: So I think it all depends on how well we do next season.
1: Uh, and then we'll reconvene then. Uh, In the
3: third season, London Mourinho's reign. And, uh, Might be looking at relegation.
1: Because <laughs> the thing is, his stock hasn't, his stock has never been higher as a player. You don't, you can't guess the, you know, if I was like one of the big clubs like Barca, Madrid, PSG even, I'll be looking and thinking, he this is the best season he's ever had. His stock isn't any higher. Would I want to wait another season to get him? And, and with regards to the money thing, I think, teams, maybe Barcelona might struggle, but then if Messi leave, leaves, that obviously opens up a hell of a lot of money for them to play with. And they'll probably want to sell a lot of players. But I think with Madrid, Madrid always seem to have money. They've got a lot of players that they want to sell. Aren't they funded by like the Royal Family as well? Yeah, I mean, they're funded by the government. aren't right they? Yeah. So, I, I I, don't know. I think, I, think I, I would go for him. I would 100% go for him. I would throw all the money that is needed to get him. Um, but I want to know if he did go, who would you replace him with? Ooh, was, uh, question. Um, so you've, let's say he goes for the 120 mil, they, they, they pay the money. Who would you go for? Well, obviously, you need someone. You want, well, I've not even thought about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> would you go for the coffee? You know, what I'm mm. saying
2: is a good option. He is, but how much would he cost? Probably about 60 to 80 million, I'd say. He'd probably be a good that. shot. Yeah. He's still got another what 40, 50 million to play with in other areas.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, possibly Lukaku. Really, um, they're the i I'm not, I'm the free, not comfortable. But... I think he's going to stay. I'm not actually giving it. A thought. <laughs> I think. I think the COVID the COVID year it sort of gives you that bit of a blanket, doesn't it? Because it just doesn't fit. I know apart from Chelsea last summer, there wasn't really that much spending, and it's probably going to keep going. Like Hmm. for at least a year or two, like this was still. I don't really know where any of the Spanish teams are getting any of their money, but they seem to be, you know, offering about. Um, But it's interesting to think because there aren't many, um, you know, absolute top level center forward striker types that uh, Lukaku, I think Lukaku would be, if you could get, if you sold Kane and you got Lukaku, that would be, as long as Kane wanted to, you know, was like demanding to leave, that would be a really good piece Mm -hmm. of business.
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Just because there's not really, I mean, who else is there? Lotaro Martinez. Would you take? It's not obviously the top
1: quality, but Calvert Lewin.
3: I, you know what, I see a lot of similarities in Calvert Lewin. Yeah, well, hey. I, I wouldn't, yeah. At the hey. moment,
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that like. I can, I can <laughs> not be different. offended. No, like I was saying I wouldn't be that. If, if Chelsea went and got him, I wouldn't be like. I, 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 I would want to go for someone else, but if if we spent. He's yeah. better than Tammy Abraham, so, you know. I don't know, no, maybe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what about um, oh, it Jovic?
0: It's, it's he's really...
2: mine,
1: Harry says. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I <laughs> still,
0: as I said in the previous pod, I, I would still take a gamble on him, but I just it's one of those your situations where, best where best you just job. wonder if he's had to. Like, I, I've i got to the I know it's a bit different because it's injury related, but I've got to the point even now where I wouldn't take Eden Hazard back. Just because I just think like, I, I mean, sentiment, sentimentally I would, but I just think that how long do you leave it up to? I just think if he doesn't show he get, getting back into form with Real Madrid, then that's two years of, well, massively injury hit, <laughs> but just bad form. Mm. And um, I feel the same with Jovic, like being rubbish for two years, no confidence for two years, that can change. I look at Torres. He only really had like a year and a bit where he was just a bit, you know, the form dipped or not even that. And then suddenly he was just not the same player anymore. How long is that going to be with Werner? Like, how long do you give to him? I thought he's, he's missing against Manchester. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm convinced we're cursed as a club. Yeah, like, we I can't saw that. stop That's getting a massive
2: curse from your Champions League, you know, your Premier
0: League trophies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so hard being a Chelsea <laughs> fan, man. We spent 30 million on six or seven strikers in, in the last 15 mm. years. And the only one who's worked out is. Diego Costa, all the rest of them have just been like, and they're all good. Really annoys me because Verna, Verna is, I'm not, he's not like top level, but he's a good player. He's, he's very capable of doing. It. And I just hate to see, like with Morata, like with um, Torres, but even more so because I think he's got more, certainly more ability than Morata. I asked you guys before this to come to me with who you think the best midfielder in the world is. Now I. Purposefully left that fairly vague because you know there are a lots of midfielders and then B you know what what exactly makes the midfielder the best kind of midfielder you know defensive midfielders attacking midfielders dribbling midfielders passing midfielders whatever it is so I I purposefully left it open ended because I just think it would be an interesting discussion and it's been a while since like there's been a kind of objectively yep he's the guy thing in the world so I wanted to know your your views and. Sorry, go on. Someone can. I think there's up. a
2: real, a real shout
0: for Harry Kane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Ash, you really can't classic, jump on the board <laughs> with with the player that can play anywhere. I did that first with Edison.
0: Oh yeah, I do five <laughs> aside <laughs> teams filled with Edison. <laughs> a team
2: full of Edisons or a team full oh, of yeah, I just think with his um, with his form is doing me so I think Javier, uh, yeah, no. Um. <laughs> No, I think obviously the, the, the definition is quite vague. Um, so I, I prefer like a more structured thing than a kind of flary player. So I, I was verging along the lines of like a, a gimmick. Like that's that's style. yeah, that's that's what I thought best. Because I mean, what is a midfield player? You want someone who can do a bit of everything in the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can pass, they can defend if they have to. They're, they they have that vision. They have that game sense. Uh, they have composure on the ball. And I, th- I think yeah. Josh Kimmett like, he, he sums all that up quite well. Uh, I, I think he's quite a well-rounded player. And that's what I'd want from like the best midfielder in the world. So that that was my, um, obviously, my, my my that's my first choice pick. But then you've got, obviously, all these flurry players, these fantastic passers that can do amazing things like De Bruyne and, like, you know, or, or sort of defending midfield. Sorry, everyone else want to jump in with that. <laughs> so
1: I, had, um, I had, well, cheating a bit, but I had two. So I had more of an offensive one and an offensive one because, like you both said, it's a bit vague saying the best midfielder. Offensively, I've gone with um, De Bruyne, I think. the When he's on top form, I, he's quite literally the best midfielder, whether we're talking about passing technique, everything. He can... Make, see the most incredible move by a player and then pick it out and then it just hits the, the sweet spot. It's, he's just incredible. Um Defensively, I've gone with Kante mm-hmm. um just because I know we talk about him so much and how much of a unique player he is. And I think because of that, because I don't think there's anyone that can do what he does in the way in which he does it mm-hmm. in the sense of you have players who are good at winning the ball back, who are good at tackling and who maybe focus on positional awareness but he has like the athleticism of a box-to-box midfielder and the strength of one he has the sort of defensive nous and positional awareness of an actual sort of anchor holding midfielder and the fact that he's so mobile but yet the fact that he's so quite diminutive but he's still winning the ball back against players who are like six foot plus and um, I just find him yeah just yeah. an exceptionally unique an effective player.
2: Mm. I think yeah. his work ethic shines through as well. Yeah, it? like just yeah. how hard he tries and, and like he wants to do well all the time. Yeah,
3: I think I, I agree with you with De Bruyne, but only in the sense of I think De Bruyne last season was much better than this oh. season. This season, it seems he
1: seems <clears but throat> injured, hasn't he? Been injured quite a
3: early? little bit, but I feel like he's playing a lot higher.
1: Oh. Mm.
3: Which I understand why, but it's. A case of, I think he's better at being that little bit deeper and getting
1: the ball. It's because he's been playing false number nine, though, isn't
3: it? Yeah, that's yeah, That's what I mean. Like he's just been he's been playing higher, and I just he's it still works, but I just don't think we see as much brilliance or in like kind of like De Bruyne esque stuff. Um, the chances of that happening are not not as often. I don't think because if he's further or a bit further back, he got more players in front. So that's how he makes them passes. But if he's like false nine or like the top player at the pitch, then it's, you know, you're not going to get the same kind of passes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, going off what you two said, their names have been floating around. I'm, I'm just not going to say, uh, well, I'm not going to repeat any, any names now. Cause there's no point, but other names that could be thrown into the, into the pot. Um, could say Rice at the moment. In
2: the world? I'd say so, I'd- yeah.
1: Oh, 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 oh. with a curveball. Jeez. Like, <laughs> there we go. Just
3: obviously, you know, with, with restrictions and whatnot, um, you can watch as many games of football on a weekend now because um, you can't really go out as much. Um, <laughs> but more often than not, when I've watched West Ham, he just... Quite similar to how Ash was saying with Kimmich, he
2: just... yeah. Yeah, I think he's just a worse version of Kimmich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but he's he's he's, but, like, he's decent but, at everything, but, but like but, nothing outstanding. But and I think stat stat wise, that also like yeah. But it, come on, we, we we know what
3: we know not to read stats on this pod. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we can't read them.
3: <laughs> but just watching the the game. He he can dictate a game really well, and he again going off the overall effectiveness of a midfielder and having a presence in midfield, he's definitely established that in the last like season and a half. I I would say.
2: Anyway. I think the partnership with um, the, the partnership with Suchek really really does help him definitely. out with that as well. I think I they balance out each other out quite well.
0: Yeah, and he's just it's, he's it's, he's definitely getting there. At, um it's easy to scoff at that of rose suggestion but i guess i mean just stepping back a little bit i mean i don't think anyone's going to suggest he's on the same level as Kimmich, but in terms of if you're talking about the conversation i mean is it that mad like he's probably in terms of that position maybe not in terms of overall midfielder's absolutely but certainly that position he's he's one of the best if not the best in that position in the prem i don't know whether you consider kante in that in the same don't play the same role maybe say the same play, play the same position but there isn't Many better in certainly in the in this league. And then if if you're in if you if you make that if you have that qualification, then is it that mad to say we'll throw throw them in the bracket for, for best? I'm for Heidegger high now then. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean playing, devil, <laughs> yeah. playing devil's advocate. Man, I I really like Rice. I, I I do rate him a lot. I mean, again, I wouldn't necessarily put him in the and I know you weren't doing that road, but I wouldn't necessarily put him in the bracket with the others. would no, like I said oh, just I don't just don't think it's the crazy. Throwing other names,
3: throwing other names yeah. in. So I'm not repeating names, but other than that, yeah. I had uh, Gun in, in my mind as well. goal scoring, yeah. Think, machine. Uh, like goal, scoring, yeah. Uh, goal scoring being a bit more like kind of repeating how Egby did it—a bit more of a defensive midfield and an attacking midfield, even though he's not, you know, world renowned for being a goal scoring midfielder. This season's been—I I th- think it, he's been a-
0: setting
2: up a lot as well. There's an argument to be made in terms of like general team impact for Bruno Fernandez.
0: Oh, God, no, they, only start. they don't even start. I
2: think there. there's oh, definitely yes. an argument God. to be made.
1: We've got to, yeah, Nash is right. We've got to. Got to. I mean, he's got to. Have you got to, though? Yeah. His, number,
2: I mean, right, his numbers. I, granted, <laughs> he scores a lot of penalties. He scores a lot of penalties. But you tell me one person in the entire world. Since he signed for Man United, he's had the, the same impact in their club. Well, I mean, so he has raised that Man United team but, from Europa League dropouts to second in the Premier League. Okay, while but, granted they're not playing the but, best but, football but, in the world, but has but,
0: but has he done this, or is or is it just that? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say he's all about yeah, oh, he's just towards penalties, blah, blah blah blah. He's he's a he's a good player, and and he has improved Man United, but I don't. I don't go along with this narrative that Man United were a load of shit, and then <laughs> Fernandez came in, and suddenly they're brilliant. All right, like and, let me let me qualify that by saying, I think I don't agree that Man United have got loads better under Fernandez, just in the sense that I think people say this because his name is always on the is in the flipping Excel sheet at the end of the game because he's got an assist or a or a goal. In this, like you know, I I I think that. I was going to do a mad com- comparison to, to to Pogba. It was the same with Pogba for a while. Like whenever Man United played well, if you know in a few years got, gone by, it would always be like oh well Paul Pogba you see. And 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 I would always kind of go but did he did he have a particularly great game? He, he may be the the guy in that Man United team who's the star, but I don't know whether it's be- strictly because of him. Like in the same way that when City play well, it usually is because De Bruyne's having an absolute um fantastic game or Chelsea have a you know play really well and, and Eden Hazard was unbelievable.
2: I All right, I'll, ask, I'll ask you this though, right? So if Bruno Fernandes didn't join Man United when he did, do you think they'd be anywhere near the position they are now?
0: Yes, I mean, you I, do? Think, I think they'd be lower, but, but I don't think by much. I, well, yeah, so they wouldn't, <laughs> well, no, no, but, but like in the same way that if if um um, for example, you know, in the past, for example, when Tottenham bought Son, like Son started started very well, and um, you know, definitely made made a difference, improved them. But I don't think it's I think it's far too simplistic a thing to say he was the fa- he, without him they would be completely not not where they are. And that's a bad example, but I mean, if you if you give me twenty seconds to think about it, I can I could find um, like. I, I just don't I mean for, for example I don't I, st- I still don't think Man United. Guess, are a Jesse, Lingard course, Jesse Lingard to West Ham. Jesse Lingard to West Ham. Perfect. <laughs> that is that is the one I need. Do, I
3: do not even talk about Lingard. <laughs> do not. That but that 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 thing
0: <laughs> boils
3: boils my blood.
0: That thing that, be, that being. Yes. Um, no, I I don't want to. Seem, I'm not like I'm not like oh, Bruno Fernandez is 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 rubbish. I, I do think he, he is an overrated player. I do think his contribution to Man United is overstated, um, and I and I also think that that is most plainly evident. I know I know it's a thing that gets repeated, but it's worth repeating because it's it's an it's the elephant in the room. He doesn't. He does not play well in against big teams. He he can. It's fine when you can. When Man United have sixty percent possession against um, you know whoever it is, Brian and Hove Albion, and he's you know pulling the strings. He he happens to be there. because I don't. But when he I, scores a goal after the full time whistle, because he's yeah. just off and <laughs> under. Or like, like, well. you know they don't they don't have another Man, Man United's specifically. Man United's big problem, but this is why I think he's had such an impact is because Man United lacked. Any kind of a creative player, you can say Paul Pogba is that sort of player. Paul Pogba is not a playmaker. Paul Pogba is Paul Pogba is you know a sort of flair player, not not a dribbler in the same way that you know a winger is a dribbler. But he's a dribbling midfielder. He's a kind of box to box. He does he does a lot of things. Bruno Fernandes is that very specific passing creative midfielder. And I I do believe that you could have uh, picked another creative midfielder from from somewhere else, you know, and placed him in there, and it would have had. Perhaps not the same impact, but a similar impact. You know, that's, I guess, I mean, it's 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 one man's opinion. But I think that I just don't see enough evidence, strong evidence to distinctly say Man United are where they are because of him. I think it's, he joined and they've improved. But I don't think there's, I don't think that's enough to say it's absolutely because of him.
2: I think we should also mention Jordan Henderson, Harry, while we're ranting. While you're
1: ranting. <laughs> I would <laughs> well, love I to know about Harry's favourite players.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: the best yeah. players in the world that are injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on then. He
0: is... no. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: about... Go on, Ads? are you going to finish up? No, no, no. I was going to mention um, Marco Verratti. I yeah, was well, thinking Verratti. but I've been
0: for for a while. He's he, has he had injury problems in the last few years?
1: He has, yeah, but every time I see him
0: play, I, he just dominates yeah. the midfield. Yeah, so, I, I've yeah. always really liked Verratti for, yeah. for a long time. If I'm honest with you, I don't
2: really know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I know
0: that like, often I've never watched
2: him play football. I get him and Acardi mixed up. <laughs> Who's the <laughs> one with the fit? wife?
0: Acardi? Fit? I don't know. <laughs> Glamorous, I suppose, but hey, <laughs> yeah, that's um, lovely, yeah, yeah, he, he I get mixed. I mean, he, I, you, I really do. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I think. I, to be honest, I think. A first of all, I think um, he. I feel like he missed a lot of PSG's running for the Champions League last year, yeah. and prior to that, they hadn't had extended runs in Europe. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, how how would you describe verratti I've seen just enough of, of
1: him of. recently, so he's, he's, I can make a judgment. Kid, very neat and tidy with the ball. I think he's for such a again a diminutive small play, It's very hard to get the ball off him.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a bit like Busquets, I guess, in a way. That sort of bit, yeah. maybe a bit more physical and less kind, less sort of gifted on the ball. But like,
1: yeah, he does
0: that sort of role. You know, drops deep, helps often yeah, between like the centre backs.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, just gets the ball, passes it, can make a really intricate pass and make a simple pass and he's yeah. weirdly enough he's quite quite stocky so he's quite physical for someone who's quite sure but very neat and tidy on the ball like a, a classic Italian midfielder yeah ooh that'd be nice
2: I okay. think we should talk about a player who was so good and so overpowered they had to be sent to China Hulk oh. 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 Dembele
1: oh. Oscar Moussa Dembele Moussa
0: Dembele <laughs> yeah I, I just thought with yeah, look. Well, this is the, I should have prefaced best midfielder in Europe because obviously the best player in the world, midfielder in the world, is Moussa Nembele. As a Tottenham <laughs> fan in front of me at the Tottenham Hotspur no Wembley Stadium, I think it was, was so keen to say. Um, yeah,
2: about
0: a there is there is an answer to this, guys. That you've, I'm, you know, you've all thrown out some reasonable suggestions. I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say there is an answer to this that is the objective truth and that is the, the best midfielder in the world ladies and gentlemen is, is Lionel Messi like and I, I don't say that to be all like oh he's cool like I feel cheated I think Ronaldo's better than Messi <laughs> ask me ask me who ask me who the best passer in the world is Messi ask me who the best playmaker in the world is Messi who, who plays the best long balls Messi, who dribbles the best? He that's that's cheap. He doesn't necessarily. That's such a cop out. His starting <laughs> position isn't necessary. game. Unsubscribe. But there is, not, there is <laughs> Apart from apart from tackling, there is no. Oh, let's say let's say um, a, a, not attacking midfielders, but like. You know, progressive midfielders, or yeah, I guess attacking midfielders. There is not a quality that you can show me that any midfielder, attacking midfielder, has better than better than him. Mate, Granit- me. not me it's playing hard. over
2: Messi.
0: Like people, people talk. Like, I remember <laughs> pe- people were like, um, I used to get those things on on social media that was like, oh, if you could create the perfect footballer, you'd have like uh, the shooting of um, of Ronaldo, the passing of Xavi, the the left foot of Robin. You know all this stuff, and 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 I remember just thinking, um, not you know, I, I just I was like I'd, I'd have the, I'd have the left foot of Messi, I'd have the passing of Messi, I'd have the crossing of Messi. Like I, I was watching, um, I was, I know, I know, you my must be bored of me because I, I do have a kind of obsession with how good he is, but I was watching Barca against um, PSG, I think it was when they went out of the Champions League, and. I can't remember whether I put this in the group chat with you guys or somebody else, but um, I, I don't think there's it, there's there's never a pass or almost almost never a pass that isn't the absolute right thing that ha- that that should have happened in, in that moment. Like he, every pass is, yep, the ball should go there, and every every way to the pass is absolutely bang on, and the amount of like. You know, potential assists and assists the the guy gives is an absolute joke. I I, um, you know, if 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 he played in midfield and was a midfielder, this would be no question. I know, I know he doesn't doesn't start there specifically, but he does operate in those positions. It's a bit like when people used to say, "Oh, is Thierry Henry's a centre forward? He's not really a winger." We never his starting position. You know, you can never put him there in the formation grid, but he he operated out there. Messi Messi doesn't always operate at the top of the pitch. He's sometimes you know behind most of the midfield that's why that's the only reason why i say it um but you're getting getting some booze and some shake of the heads but you know you know i'm right (laughs) okay right football pet peeves we're going back we're heading back guys get excited we're going back to room 343 the place where what is it the place where football pet peeves come to die Eggly, still working on that jingle yeah
1: I swear I've sent you it and nice, you,
0: can't, okay, can't nice. you feedback. He sent it in the post. I, it's coming, yeah. Coming. Oh, it's, just it. it's, it's just a sound um, file.
2: It's just a picture of a sound wave.
0: Look, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> well, it looks like right. it looks insane.
2: <laughs> it's got that um, he's done it by a pigeon. <laughs>
0: pigeon. Send a raven.
2: Pigeon's just off in a cave somewhere just listening to it figure. It's like, yeah, she really
0: <laughs> uh, love this vibe. <laughs> um, anyway, I think the only person to not have one get voted in there is is Dave. I think. Thanks. I think man.
1: I've got two in there.
0: I'm not in the uh, we've, I'm not in the room where the where it's written on my wall, unfortunately. So I can't be asked to go and have a look. But um, <laughs> um but anyway, who wants to kick us off? Who's who's bubbling over?
2: Go on, Ra. You sound angry enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go on. Go on,
3: then. Go on then. Eddie, Eddie Hearn. Go on then. Really? Um. So. It's, it's something that's always kind of miffed me off, but I remember watching um, a United game quite recently and Stock... Uh, stock? No, that's Stock. You're, Tom stuff, Stock. Tom, Tom, Tom Mc, Tominey, no, no. Scott, Scott McTominay. No. Scott McTominay. Oh, my God. Oh, stock, not, Scott my, my brain just... <laughs> my brain just went completely kaput. Anyway, he he headed the ball, or what it looked like he headed the ball, um, and then it went in, went off celebrating, but on the replay, the ball barely even touched the back of his head. It hit another player, then went in. The fact that he celebrated, like, he's just got that goal. Uh, Nah, no chance. No chance.
0: So Celebration of goals that aren't actually yours. There was a famous Harry Kane one, wasn't there? For, for Christian for... Eriksson, yeah, that was it. <laughs> um... it, boy, it,
2: it yeah, but it's, it's a bit different when it's Scott McTominay and <laughs> Harry Kane's going for a golden boot. Like,
0: yeah, I, I sort of I, I forgave the, the the Harry Kane one felt okay because I think in that circumstance, yeah, it wasn't so much of a kind. Like, yeah, but uh, I, it, because you you what he would if he was if he did make contact with it. A glance would have been fine, but yeah. In the one you've just described with Scott McTominay, it does feel a little bit like because usually you run if you haven't if it's gone in accidentally, you kind of run away with a smile like Hurt, lol. But he but if you're was he I don't know the goal you're referring to, but was he celebrating it like?
3: It was like yes. yeah 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 jumping about. It's like <laughs> you have barely touched that ball. How can you even claim that as your goal? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So that that's my pet peeve. Players, right. uh, players oh,
0: who's,
2: who's oh, over, over celebrating first entry, to be honest. over
0: celebrating goals that yeah. either they haven't scored or have been lucky yeah, the, to get.
2: So,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. that honestly <laughs> that, was, that seemed awfully short, row right, for how much that was built up. No, that, that's no, all I think. I think that that was very needs,
3: solid. That's all it needs. Yeah, needs. Was, short, <laughs> sweet to <laughs> the concise. point,
1: yeah, concise. Don't need to
3: celebrate it like Bummy or <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever Doc, does it. Stock McCominay, stock, right? stock, <laughs> stock Tom tom mctominay
2: he thought of stock and tom stock. <laughs> honestly honestly my, Scottish name, stock.
0: he's making some chicken stock
2: it was that it was that one <laughs> earlier it's
1: fried my brain
0: <laughs> who's next
1: yeah. i'll go next
0: okay so
1: my one is probably um is born out of probably watching Shaka and Elneny too much, but it's when a player makes an intelligent run and the player on the ball doesn't play him in.
2: Right. What, just because the player may not have enough technical attributes or yeah,
1: so doesn't see the run? Though, or... Sometimes it's even that it's quite a straightforward pass, but then because they think, oh, what if I lose it? They'll, they'll pass it backwards or sideways. And it's like... Mm. This player's running has so much space in behind. All it is is just a lofty pass. It's like a very straightforward everyday pass that any footballer at that level should be able to make. But they don't and then they pass it back and then we have so to recycle it.
0: Are you, are you annoyed at like the, the fact that they haven't taken a risk or because they haven't seen it? or I
1: think, No, they see it. And yeah. then they don't execute it because often they'll pass it back and then they'll gesture to the player like, oh, sorry, I did see it, but I didn't play it. OK, All right. so it's either the cowardice or the not confidence to execute a, a relatively straightforward pass that could right. lead to a goal sort of goal opportunity.
0: OK, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, it doesn't ha- it doesn't sort of. I don't notice it often, but I know what you mean. It can be it's frustrating, particularly with the way that football is now, like where it's it's a bit basketball esque where you'll sort of get to the edge of the box and then you'll pass you'll you know Edge of the what? Edge of the box (laughs) It's the word of the day.
3: We need a we need a jingle. We need a jingle very many times to say it. An account account (laughs) as well. Sorry, that's just go on, carry on
0: could replace the, the, the dick in the box edge of the box, um, <laughs> it, 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 because of the way that it, yeah you're just sort of passing around on the edge of the box and it's always very careful and stuff it is kind of frustrating to then see like, oh there was a oh never mind like missing it you know when you're trying to pull out at a junction in the car and then you then you see a space and you don't, you're not brave enough to take it in fact that's a, that a hell yeah, of a it's person. just so annoying because they
1: made that really intelligent run so yeah. they, the team's been really <laughs> compact, and then it's that one chance where he's broken free his defender. He's in behind, but mm. the player sees it, and then he's like, "Oh, I, I don't know, I'm a bit timid." Like, and and Chappell and Nenny are so guilty of that. This so
2: Harry time. Harry Winks does that quite often. Does he? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, it'd be like it, he's, he's always trying to do the 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 pass. Yeah. The the yeah. recycle yeah. possession pass. The or when he does try to hit it out wide. It's just the straightest ball ever, with absolutely no angle to it for like, anyone to run with. Yeah, but it just like even when he's like having a progressive play forward, sometimes
0: it completely stops the play. <laughs> this is where f- football fans generally are, are the worst, aren't they? Because you, you can imagine with the, if Xhaka um, or Winks were in those situations, and they didn't play that pass to the to the guy, fans would just go, "Oh bloody hell!" You know, come on, just play play him in. He's in there. But, but, but then it's different. Yeah, but the different situation, they try to play that ball, it doesn't work. Oh, I'll just keep it simple, God's sake. Um, <laughs>
1: Dude, so. yeah, for me, I think I'll... Make the, the correct game. decision every time. <laughs> <as long as laughs> I'd rather you play that pass because, you, especially like we're at home, you know you're going to have the lion share of possession... You know, the yeah. team's going to be compact, two banks of four. You need to be able to be like, and that's decision-making. The easiest pass isn't always the best pass, and isn't always the smartest pass. Sometimes mm. you need that sort of line-breaking pass, because then that means that you've now got the team on sort of the, the back foot, and it's like, oh, we need to be a bit more compact. So they're most likely to make more mistakes. So it's it's intelligent runs and intelligent mm. passes. Football isn't just about playing it safe. You there is a time and a place to make those dangerous passes that even if it doesn't come off, it gives the defenders something else to think about. Instead,
0: I, of just I totally out. agree. I, it's, it's one of the things I really admired about um Ajax. You know, the, obviously mm. the, 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 the team is now broken up, but even still, like, you know, they still... They, they were so good. I remember they obviously had the Champions League run and then the next year they played Chelsea in the group and, and they saw it in both times. They just forced passes. And often, yeah. as you say, Dave, is, is that
2: the game where they... Yeah. Um, they got two red cards from one movement.
0: Yeah, yeah, we played yeah. yeah, four, four. Um, but like in the other games that they played in the group, and obviously the year before, but they, they would force passes, and often, yeah, as yeah. you said, Dave, they they would lose the ball. But even like I'd say maybe half the time that the pass didn't work, they'd get the ball back either by a ricochet or because yeah. the defender would just clear it and panic. And like I think you're right. The Teams obsess over we can't lose the ball because then we then we don't have the ball, and they do you know what I mean? I and I. I think it is it is often, you don't want to be wasteful with it, but I think it is often better to just be brave enough to take risks because not only do things, you know, good it, goal scoring opportunities happen for it, but as you say, it, often when, even when you don't make it happen, the, you're still putting it. the defender on the back foot yeah. and, you know, making them think and stuff. Yeah. And,
1: it's too times it's awesome. teams play in front of, the opposition mm. so they know they can see everything while you're yeah. behind it just gives them a whole unknown quantity but you might I think
2: say it do definitely okay. a time and a place to be prudent with it though i mean if you're playing against like a very solid counter-attacking team you don't just want to be lumping balls just over the top just in case you know what i mean well, no, not, not necessarily, not necessarily always like, chipping it
1: yeah there's different ways to play a, a through ball altogether. yes
2: so, yeah, but I, th- I think if you play a generally a safer pass where you, if you're playing like a possession
1: thing, if you know if,
2: if this team gets the ball back, they will very quickly and very directly counter you.
1: But you, really, you, you, you
2: don't want to Tottenham, turn the ball over that much. I you know,
1: mean, against Tottenham, we stretched the play. We had Emil rowe drawing plays out and stretching the play. Um, so and I know what you mean. Against a counter-attack team, um, counter-attacking team, you might not. But I still think there's an opportunity in order to stretch that. Because counter-attacking teams sometimes play a, can play a high line. So that's obviously something to to expose. But I just think with Arsenal, who's a possession-based team, who a lot of the time they don't play, they're going to have a lot of possession. And any, any top team, really, I think instead of just trying to wear the team down, there's a time and a place. And a lot of the time, it's okay to, to just play through balls to make Mm. a run I know City do it a lot with Sterling Morris they make those runs they stretch the play and they make those runs they make the defender think do I go short and stay with him or do I have to look over my shoulder and make sure he's not making a run so in that confusion mistakes Mm. are made and you can and goal opportunities can arise from that
0: yeah moving the opposition is so important isn't it I mean that's the big thing that Guardiola that's why he likes take the ball past the ball take the ball past the ball because you because as you say if you're just being predictable and you're playing it safe then it's very easy to keep your shape and just not have any you know and just keep you know but if if you're A. trying different passes or different movements or B. like you know forcing dribbles and you know moving the ball fast then then you you just increase the likelihood that at some point there's going to be a gap or there's going to be something's going to open up because it's harder to defend against I agree no holes to pick in that um (laughs) Ash, or do you want me to go?
1: Uh,
2: no, I'll go next <laughs> So, mine is about football commentators. Ooh. So, I want to paint a picture right now. There like, we go. Watch, oh, again. I, thought,
0: I thought that was Rose's thing when he's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: gave, I, gave you, I gave you tips on <laughs> photography. I gave you tips on photography. Now this you're going you Pay you. me. This, you know, was photography... Bro, I before. didn't say it, man. Yeah,
0: it I I insulted so, so you.
2: It was me. <laughs> I just very vocally laughed. Take, take, take. <laughs> That's all
3: you do. You take and you How take. Do <laughs> How
2: do I reach these kids? How do I reach these kids? Hi, Raw. Now not the time to finger-point in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let me face right, oh, no, yeah. right, so you're, you're watching a game of football, Right. Ball goes over top right a chance happens yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe a goal comes from it maybe a goal doesn't come from it okay mm-hmm. and you're watching the replay of this commentator mm-hmm. and you can see down this line right they're checking for the offside in the build up and you're checking this line and you can very clearly see that the person is at least like a foot or two onside right and the commentator will say something along the lines up yeah, I'm not sure. I think he's just maybe onside there, right. and it's like, mate, you are paid good money <laughs> to watch football, and you're telling me that this man who is very clearly a foot or two onside is—I don't know, maybe, mm. maybe just about onside, or in the inverse, obviously for offside. Like, yeah, I think he's—I think he's just off there, or well, he's completely that like, entire torso is off, right? It's, and he'll be I, there. Like, I, find yeah, it I, think, worse. I think he's just off there. Yeah. It's, like, find mate, it it's like just fouls. about it. Just, just stick to a bloody <laughs> conviction, and just say that he's offside. I'd, I'd he's... like
3: him to be a bit more clear. The, the the commentators be a bit more sassy and be like, you know what? From from the initial angle, they might go, oh, he looks like an all right tackle, but then, like Ash said, then looking into it in a you know slow motion zoomed in, rather than just going, oh, I don't know. Just going oh I take that back. that's a terrible tackle. Yeah. Well, th- I was, I, yeah.
0: well I was I was gonna I was just gonna don't. Don't. I I, is, I guess you, you want yeah I, I well f- first thing I say is this is what I like I like about Gary Neville a lot because I think Gary Neville is exactly what Rose described there he doesn't sit on the fence no and he's he just says Oh, that this this is my thoughts on that. And then if and then if a replay subsequently shows that that was wrong, he's very good at going, yeah. oh no, actually, blah blah blah. And I agree with you, Ash. This does not annoy me as well. And classically, we tend to agree on this pet peeves. I think the same things wind us up. Um, it's like this sitting on the fence stuff that commentators do for fear of, as you say, probably sounding they they're scared of saying something wrong or possibly sounding biased, even if it's something is glaringly obvious. Like or you know, like. Um, I mean Michael Owen was always a, uh, and Martin Keown chief ones for me of just, hey, like, they're so the so worst of
3: no no,
1: <laughs>
0: no, no Keown, with Martin
3: he, Keown you can heave, you can literally hear the breath go through his teeth. He, my, my
1: when he's Kieran, breathing
3: it's, in you he, can it's just hear.
0: Martin <sighs> Keown is so so much of a fence sitter that if if he you is. know if Man City were playing Port Vale he would go for me for for me I I, I think Man City are probably favourites for this one. It's, yes, like that that's kind of that. it's just and it's like, just say, just say what you think, because I know that's not what you think. Or like, you know, if there's a replay of something, I think yeah, that's probably for me. That's probably a fa- like again, the, I hate the qualifier of sorry. This is Ash's pet peeve, and I've just hijacked it. But there's, the to no
2: <laughs>
3: there's the qualifier of
0: for me, and I ha- I don't like that because that's a kind of like, oh, well, I, you know, if you would disagree with me, that's fine. No, I, I agree with you. You're paid to to say something with conviction, so. Think they should do that. And also
2: another thing to every football commentator ever that's commentated on a Tottenham game in recent history, Hugo Lloris is the captain not Harry Kane. <laughs> do they get, um, they get that wrong a lot? Harry- All like, obviously, honestly, it's every other game. Someone will say, yeah, well, Harry Kane, the captain here. And it's like, no, he's not. He's really not. It's Hugo <laughs> Lloris. He
0: just, Lloris just doesn't, it's mad to think that Lloris is the Yeah, like, well, it's, well, it's well, weird. When when Kane should be it. captain
2: and he probably will be when Lloris scores, right?
0: I but, found- He's
2: not yet. <laughs> it's like, it's like, he's there. It's like, yeah, here, the captain. You know, he's taking responsibility yeah. there. It's like, no, he's not because he's not the captain. He might be taking responsibility, because he's not the captain.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't. I really yeah, can't. that's that's really my can't. my whole thing. Right. Um, so for mine, the time has come. Stats. Now, um, anyone who follows this will know that I don't like stats but I, I want to qualify that I don't just hate stats I obviously think stats have a place so I've kind of qualified. Right, I don't it. think I can back you up on this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is where oh, it's turned enemies it should win but I think I don't know if it's going to um, so I'm going to say an over reliance on stats to measure ability or effectiveness or impact so the way that people will kind of go like oh so and so has scored x amount of goals that's higher than so-and-so's got so so first so-and-so must be better than second so-and-so that kind of basic analysis is what annoys me i I don't hate stats because stats have a place i just don't like the way people basically use stats as a kind of misuse
2: of stats is is quite a big thing um yeah it's
0: honestly being, being,
2: I love stats, right? I'm very much a <laughs> this... right? Yeah, I very much love stats. So it's like when, when people are using them wrong, it's the most annoying thing in the world because it's like it gives the wrong idea of them.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's like, yeah,
1: every stat has their place.
2: But if you're using them incorrectly, then what's the fucking point of them?
1: Yeah. And, and exactly. what, what's your definition of misuse and how does that contrast with? Right.
2: So misuse would be either. Underusing stats, um, taking stats from a certain period of time where they would be inflated or deflated, in order to push your agenda. Um, there would be using, I, I don't know, using stats which seem to be working like to fit the argument you're making, but in fact have like little to do with what you're actually saying. So, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're saying like, for, for instance. You'd be looking at, like, a kind of attacking team. Say, like, Tottenham earlier in the season, right? Just just because it's close to heart and stuff like that. People are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they've got, like... You see this? Their their XG is is only 0.15 for this game, and they've only had four shots, and only two of them were on target, and they scored both of them. And they only had 25% possession. So, they're, they're terrible. How did they... Like, You know what I mean? So, it's like, no. It's just we defended well, set back, and then created two very good chances. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so. I, I think misusing stats in that way would be quite annoying. So it's just because it, because of how broad topic stats are, mm. it's very easy to find stats to fit what you're saying.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's the crux of it. Like, it, it, people will kind of go. Like, I, I just don't like seeing debates where you'll say. You know, people will just think that one stat, as you say, which could be plucked from you know out of context, or even you know could could be you know in context. But there are so many other things that that you know come into play and stuff that I think it's just a lazy way to kind of go. This justifies my opinion because of this one stat. I I don't think football is that kind of medium. You can't just go. Here's one stat about one thing. You know, like you can't judge a goalkeeper on save percentage. You can't. Yeah. You can't judge a, a striker on on solely on goals. You can't. I mean, judge, look at uh, Drogba. Did he have Drogba? Yeah. He's he's it's like if if you're talking about like elite
2: strikers, he is like so far away from everyone in terms of like goals per ninety, um, yeah. xG per ninety, and. Um, He's yeah. just so far away from all the le- all like, liberals, but I, I wouldn't say he's a bad player. He's very yeah, good. Yeah, I, I know,
0: I so. know, I know. He's obviously getting better since now that he's in into. But like Romelu Lukaku has more Premier League goals than Didier Drogba. But anyone mm. who says that Lukaku is a better player than Drogba is kidding themselves. Similarly, Jamie Vardy more Premier League goals in in fewer games than Drogba. But other than blinkered Leicester fans, no one is saying Vardy's better than Drogba. And to be honest with Lukaku, I think he has got the fifth or sixth highest
2: goals yeah, per uh, 90 he, in the he, Premier League
0: he is sort of a bad like potentially bad example because yeah. I, I do actually you know rate him but, yeah. but I think he was a good yeah, example. I think Jamie Vardy is the better example there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I like Vardy and, but yeah Drogba is, is a perfect example for this because it's like he, so much of what he did was not particularly necessarily quantifiable in stats and, and I, I, I hate to see people kind of go like oh well you know you know the, the it's just I think it's a lazy way to analyse football just to go I always say, look at the grass, not the paper. Like, you, if you just look at paper, then you're only getting about fifty percent of what of what you can. do. I
2: always, but I, th- I think in in terms of that, like for an for an average fan, I think that's fine. But when you're when you're a scout of a football club or something like that, there are millions of players in the world. You cannot watch every okay. game. Oh, of course, so but, if, I, but if I trust, trust professional.
0: I trust professional scouts to, to not misuse stats. Like, yeah, yeah, of they'll, they'll use them in the right way. It's it's like generic football fans.
2: But it's but it's really cool because there's not like a set rule of what is right and isn't wrong when it comes to like judging players' ability on stats. Mm. So everyone can come up with their own way of doing it. That's mm. that's like that can be more effective
0: than others. I think there was a really cool one. Oh, I forget the name of it. I'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah. But like, to, um, there's a good what? one for for this season. Sorry, so so, so, so um, Tammy Abraham and like Tammy Abraham's Chelsea's top scorer this year, and Giroud's only got about four goals. Mm. But ain't no one suggesting that Tammy Abraham is playing is a better play, is a better player or playing better than Giroud this season. And yet, if you look at it on paper, it's the complete opposite. Everything suggests that Tammy Abraham's the one doing really well, and Giroud. Oh, he's only got a couple of goals. Mm. You know, was, it, was, it was a model, right?
2: which judged uh, how good players were in the air, but it, yeah. it judged it not by like, aerial duels and stuff like that, because if you're a six foot four yeah. uh, centre-back yeah. and you're going up against like a five foot nine striker, you're obviously going to win most of those yeah. aerial duels. So it judges aerial duels based on uh, the quality of the player you're aerial dueling against. And, and the way they did it was quite cool. Mm. Uh, and it's... it's- Sorry, I'm a bit geeky with
0: it. No, no. You, again, in they have the they have their place, and these things are good. And it's the more the more kind of nuanced and layered you can get it, I think the more useful it can be. But I mean, I mean, you know, I don't like XG for for, for things I've just explained, and even that, my head is telling me, okay, even though it's got the added layer of well, they're judging it not only on how many jewels you win, but also who you're up against. I'm then thinking, well, okay, but then if okay, if you're up against a, a six foot four Bloke, a really tall bloke, but he but he plays for a conference team. Does that mean you know? I, I don't know. It just there's so it's yeah, so, but he'd be coming or, up against
2: other conference players.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like hypothetically speaking, like yeah, um, but yeah, panorama National League. Sorry, it's, 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 it's the garling, um, Yeah, the but that just car- comes
2: back to the the misuse you were saying though as well.
0: Yeah. so it's it, like it, these, it.
2: these stats these in-depth stats and all this stuff it's mm. not meant to be used by Sky Sports
0: mm. it's
2: not meant to be used by average football fans it's meant to be used by scouts and clubs in order to recruit players that fit what they
0: want
2: yeah so, like even even me just looking at it I couldn't be seen as a misuse of stats
0: mm. yeah you know because it, it, it's, it's not their intended use mm. so we had to recap there we had, um, Ro, you had? Players celebrating goals in which
3: they've not actually scored the goal. It's someone else that's scored the goal yes. or
1: even
0: a an non-goal. So, yeah. <laughs> and Eggers?
1: I had players that um, either unable or refused to make a decisive pass that could lead to a goal scoring
0: opportunity.
2: Snappy. Ash? I had Cajone lacking commentators.
0: <laughs> yes, you had. Yes, and I had um, an an misuse or over reliance on stats. Okay, it's a really strong one this week, isn't it? Well, I, yeah, I think I'll I'll go. I'll vote first because I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going. I mean, I like Dave. I do. I do. How I do recognize your thing, and I, I I I sort of notice it a lot, but it doesn't. Quite wind me up as much as Ashes one, um, and Ro, yours, yours wind me up, winds me up as well. But I just don't see it enough. Ro, you know. wind
1: me up sometimes as well. <laughs> I am a, I'm a wind up. Oh peeve.
0: So I'm, I'm going to vote. I'm going to for Ashes because yeah, that 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 just particularly does my head in. The, the commentators just sitting on the fence and not committing to an opinion. Really noisy. Slash Hurricane top
2: of the content. <laughs> What are we We're a top six European team, man. Like, you should know the captain. Like, it's your job. <laughs> Put
1: some respect on him.
2: Some respect. True enough respect. Uh, right. Mine's really difficult. I don't know who to pick. Come back to me. Come back to me.
0: <laughs> All right. Eggers? Uh, um
1: i think i will go with uh probably yours has because i because i'm a guy who i don't like i i do see the importance and relevance of stats and i agree they should be used in certain contexts but i think i agree most times they're being used in the wrong way for the wrong Mm. reason.
0: nice you're looking especially good today dave especially handsome in those glasses <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, I, don't, I don't need to praise you anymore you've already voted. for me yeah.
1: where's my fiver right. I'm
2: ready to choose I'm ready I think just because of how much it does wind me up I am going to have to say Harry's as well <laughs> but I will say that I, like, he, like it really does annoy me like everything else that's been said it's really hard
0: <laughs> and Josh
3: so, it? it's gonna have to be an even Stevens I'm going for <laughs> for Ashes oh right, you get the uh, you get
0: the well, deciding board, so you? this this is really this is really difficult now because obviously <laughs> I voted for yours yeah exactly So, I, but I then but then but then I believe mine as well so which winds me up more Oh, I want them both in. You know, I really do. if you, um, can, hurry, you,
1: if you we can make that happen.
0: <laughs> do I, I have that kind of power?
1: Give <laughs> you each a point, do you on, know what?
0: Yeah, like it's 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 calling. Yeah, it's calling for it. I'm I'm putting them both in because because they're both. You know, I should should have picked should uh, have picked they, they <laughs> I've been both. On my they are both cancers in this game, <laughs> and they need to be eradicated.
2: Oh god! Uh, do you know what I'm taking from this? I'm better at like complaining about things.
0: I'm better at hating things than everyone. That <laughs> hating—that's why hating's so easy. That's why it's so fun. But to sum up, going in, going into three-four-three, three, unprecedented week two. Dos, do a things going in. We have an over-reliance on stats or misuse of stats and commentators who sit on the fence and don't commit to. An opinion. Slash hurricane. Harry Kane. Tom, Harry Kane <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Gracias. Merci beaucoup. Grazie. Shish. Yeah, that's. I think that's all the languages I know. Thank you. Thank you once again. Uh, feel free to give us a follow on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, both handles at Edge of the Box Pod. And we'll see you next week. Bye bye.